Thanks for tuning in to a brand new episode of Tire Kicker. I'm Jeff. I'm Nate. And I'm Julian. And today, we're going to be kicking the tires of one of the most iconic vehicles to ever grace the land, water, and air. Now, we're not talking about the Amphicar. We're talking about the one and only Jeep Wrangler. Welcome to the Rubber Lounge. This week's Rubber Lounge, we're going to be talking about the DMV. So we, uh, Nate and I both had an experience this week with the DMV. And uh, for, for those who are, you know, going in the way back machine, time capsule and stuff, we are still dealing with the COVID-19 epidemic, pandemic crisis. And uh, so the DMV, I it's kind of funny. I remember sitting there thinking while I was in the lobby that day, is there any possible way? I remember thinking this back in the day. Is there any possible way to make the DMV any worse? And I started chuckling to myself. I'm like, yep. <laughs> you sh- they sure could. And this is how, you know. So, yeah. um, but I think what's cool is that Nate and I, we both had different experiences because um, I'll talk about mine first, Nate, if you don't mind. But I was yeah. able to actually make up a, uh, or, um, What's what? What's the words I'm thinking about? This is why we don't do this late at night. Yes, there you go. I scheduled a, a schedule. That's right. So I scheduled an appointment at the DMV, but like a grown up, like a grown up. That's right. <laughs> well, see, and the only reason I I uh, decided to schedule was because well, I didn't even know that you could, and so I had heard some stories about people having to wait, you know, hours outside and stuff like that, and so I went online to see you know how how my county was doing it, and then it said, hey, if if you have to do one of these like you know five different things and stuff you can schedule an appointment so i was like oh cool so i did that but then it was a month wait and it was like don't worry oh, about wow. it if you're like late on your in transits and stuff like that it doesn't matter the cops aren't pulling anybody over and stuff right now so they understand so i'm like okay cool so i waited the month and my experience was actually kind of sort of pleasant um yeah they, that sounds almost concierge yeah they actually text you uh, they say, you know, they, they give you a couple reminders coming up to it, you know, a couple days before. And then that the day of, they say, okay, at this time, you know, right now it, it sent me a message saying they're 14 minutes behind schedule. Um, but please show up at this wow. time. And so they I was got like, it down to the minute. They did. And so they're like, please show up at this time. So I did. And then, uh, and said, please wait in your car in the parking lot. And then we'll text you when it's time to come in. And then, and then a couple minutes later, it said, okay, please walk up to the building and there'll be somebody outside taking you in. And there's this huge line of people outside, all standing six feet from each other. And I'm like, <laughs> do I go stand in that line or do I just walk in, you know? Right. And so like I'm like, well, I'm just going to wing DMV. it. Exactly. So, yeah. so I'm like, I just put on, I just took my shirt off and just put on my, my grizzliest face. No, I'm just joking. Sweet. And, uh, no, I, I walked up there and there was a guy with a clipboard and I was like, I have an appointment. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. Yep. Just go ahead and come with me. And so there's this other lady <laughs> that she had an appointment as well. And he like lifts a rope up. That's right. Exactly. Like, <laughs> follow me, sir. <laughs> yeah. Would you like some champagne? Here's some Sell great some water. No. So <laughs> we, uh, so me and this, me and this lady, there's great English. This, this woman and I, we went, we followed him inside and we went walking past all these people and they're all sweating and stuff. And it was gross outside and literally bypassed a ton of people. And then there's actually chairs over here 
on this other side. And then we, he's brought us over there and we sat down in these chairs and then he was like, okay, now pay attention to your phones and stuff. And they will text you when they're ready and they'll actually text you what window to go up to. And I'm like, so do I walk past all those people and go through that door? And he's like, yep. And then you just walk up to the counter and to the window that they tell you to. I'm like, okay and then the lady's like do we laugh as we walk by and i was like man i started laughing the guy goes well if you want to get punched you probably could (laughs) so i'm like well how much of a way is it typically and he he looks down at his little like uh, ipad thing and he's he's like actually you're you're next you know me and i was like oh wow Mm -hmm. and i was like okay and he's like so they'll they'll text you when they're ready for you i was like okay and then I sat there for maybe two or three minutes and all of a sudden, bloop, you know, come up the window 11. So I went up mm-hmm. there and gave him my stuff and, and, you know, and I was out. And what sucked about it all was that I felt horrible because there was um, these two gentlemen. One guy was uh, uh, disabled. I don't know what was wrong with him or whatever, but he was standing, but he had something wrong with his legs and he had a hard time walking and stuff. And so it looked like he had his dad with him. So this guy was probably about 30 and he had like a 60 mm-hmm. something year old, old man, uh, old, uh, older man with him. And he was like holding on to his arm and stuff. And I'm just like, I wanted to like cough up my seat and everything, but they had a section mm-hmm. to off. So there's nothing I could do. And I felt so bad that this poor guy was just standing there. And, uh, you know, I was like texting my wife and stuff and she's like, don't, she's like, don't feel bad. You know, like they could have gone online and stuff and, and done it too. And I was like, man, I just feel horrible. But either way, long story short, I was in and out in, in about 15, 16 minutes. And there was the, all the people that were still outside were still outside when I left. I felt really, really bad for him because it was hot, you know, wow. but either way it was, it yeah. was pretty it great. Was pleasant, yeah, I guess awesome. for me, but just yeah. the empath that I am, I felt really bad for those poor guys that were standing outside and stuff like that. So, but either way, anyways, Nate, COVID. Oh yeah. So, uh, so last week I went, uh, I finally, was going to register my RX-8 that I purchased. Um, you know, Jeff, like you said, um, you know, we live, Jeff and I live in the same state. And uh, so I'm sure it's like this all over. But, uh, you know, the DMV was was uh, given a, 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 quite a bit of slack on, you know, giving some uh, uh, leeway on registering cars that have been purchased. Um and so I had been checking the DMV's website just to kind of see, you know, because I'm like, I, I started to feel kind of like a criminal. I'm like, man, I don't have my car registered yet. And I'm, we're driving around with no plates on. And I'm like, I'm going to get pulled over. And then I'm like, you know, the cops have more important things to worry about than that. But uh, anyway, so finally I saw something that says like, okay, you need to get registered. You need to, you know, get all this stuff done by, um, I want to say they said, they said it's the end, end of August, I think. Okay. Um, and, uh, so I was like, okay, I'll do it. So I'm like, okay, it opens at seven 30 in the morning. So I'll show up about that time. Um, it's not the end of the month, which is, you know, usually a really bad time. So I'm like, oh yeah, I'll get there. It won't be too bad. So I pull into the parking lot about like seven 45. I was a little bit late and, uh, I didn't see too many cars in the parking lot. So I'm like, sweet, this is going to be great. So I, so you know, I park my car, I get out, start walking. And then as soon as I like kind of clear the cars in the parking lot, and kind of get into that open, that front drive area. Then I started seeing like this line of people outside and, you know, snaking back from the door. And I'm like, Oh no. (laughs) So, and the line, just like it went, you know, from the front door, like down the sidewalk to the end of their parking lot and then just down. And, uh, 
I was probably about halfway down the parking lot where I was able to get into the line, but it was, thankfully it was moving pretty fast. Yeah. You sent over a um, picture, you sent over a text with a picture and like, look where I'm at. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that yeah. looks horrible. So, you know, it, and it, <laughs> that old man is still there. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, you know, it's like, I was like, man, this is going to take forever. Here. I was thinking I was smart showing up right away in the morning and everyone else, you know, had the same idea. So, um, this lady out, you know, a lady that was right in front of me. I'm like, yeah, I thought I was going to show up, you know, right at seven 30 and be smart. And she's like, yeah, you know, she was like, yeah, I thought the same thing. I'm like, well, I guess we should have, should have shown up like six 30 or something. But, um, the line moved pretty quick. Um, then we finally got in, I was, you know, they had, they were just, they had a person there that was saying like, you know, next and, uh, sending them to different numbered lines. And when I finally got inside, there was one person in front of me, in my line and it was i was there for probably 45 minutes so it wasn't that's not it wasn't bad. bad you know jeff yeah. you were able to make that an appointment i'm like yeah that's that's awesome that's slick yeah but yeah the you know uh, i want to say i'd probably i had probably been at the dmv for longer than that during the normal time right we we're all stood in line like all crammed up next to each other um so yeah it was it wasn't bad at all it was you know it it fit the time that i had slotted out in the morning for for you know to take to do that it didn't go it wasn't super fast but it wasn't like way over either now and the, oh go ahead sorry go ahead i was gonna ask if they had did they have all the windows open or were or, you know what i mean like uh, was everybody working or they it looked like they did have them all open because yeah usually they don't have nearly as many of them open but i, I swear like Every single one was open, and they obviously had the plexiglass in front. Right. Um, See, I think that was the difference at mine because I only saw like four people working, and they have like eighteen different windows, and so okay. that that must have been why it was going so slow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could. Yeah, that could have been for sure. Yeah. And you know, and I don't know why they, you know, they decided to have everybody all the windows open at this one now. Yeah, it's Maybe probably just, just to get like, people cranked through. Yeah, you know, so not sitting backlog. outside. Yep. There's got to be all these right. backlog of people that aren't, you know, haven't registered new cars or cars that have expired. Yeah, that kind of stuff. So, Jeff, how long ago did you go? Was it a few weeks ago? Now it or? was. Uh, it was a week ago, just a little over a week okay. ago. Okay. Yep. So, so I think I went like long. a couple days after you. Yep. Did. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was thinking it might have been sooner. Maybe they were doing like less staff or something. But it sounds like it's just up to that DMV location. Probably. Yeah. yeah, and this so, is all really good advice, by the way, because yeah. I have something I have to register, and I thought I was going to be really smart and go early on Friday, and maybe <laughs> that's you might want to go at like I might want to go at like Tuesday, <laughs> go at like four in the morning yeah. on Tuesday. <laughs> so, yeah. but what was really cool, and what what ties us into this episode is. When I was when I got out of my car, and I think I'm pretty sure I parked right next to this thing. When I got to the DMV and I got out of my car, there was a Jeep Wrangler that was done up to look like um, the gas Jeeps in Jurassic Park. Yes. So the the gray and the red mm-hmm. uh, the livery. So that was pretty cool. I took a picture of it and I sent it to you, uh, to yeah. you guys, and I was like, man, check it out. Um, and That's I'm pretty what you sure need to fight off all the. F- that's what you need to fight off all the other fierce <laughs> registrants at the DMV. 
You can't be on a gas. You should have just been like, you should have jumped on the side and like held on to like the roll bar and like pointed up in the sky and be like, pterodactyls. And like everybody runs off screaming <laughs> and you just run into the DMV. <laughs> I, I wish I had been there because I would have absolutely uh, pretended to be a dinosaur. This, <laughs> I would, you know? <laughs> Everybody's like, Chase okay, around, clearly we need to let this guy go ahead of us. <laughs> and I think so it had like Arizona plates. And while I was in line, okay. I, th- I saw like the, the driver moving it around. They must have been there for uh, the out-of-state inspection. Oh, okay. Because you okay. Know, see the sheriff come out every, you know, every couple yeah. of minutes to look at a car with their clipboard. And yeah, stuff, I think so. there's like a Man. club for this because there's yeah. one of these – Jeeps, exactly what you're talking about. That is always over at the grocery store that I that, that I that I frequent, and uh, I see it there quite often. And I, I I've also seen the Bronco version with like the oh, yeah. yellow wheels on it and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's probably the same person. And I bet you they just yeah. love those you know Jurassic Park vehicles. Um, you know, now I what's agree the with number? You. What's yeah. the number on the side? Because the I'm looking at the, my picture. It's number twelve. See, and this one was number nine. So. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So okay. there might be a significance a, or whatever. Who knows? I've got a local guy who has um, he has like a car dealership that specializes in kind of like oddities like that. He he's also into like Mercers and yeah, um, cool like Land Rovers and stuff and um, anything like two point three turbo he's into. But he has done a couple of these Jurassic Park Jeeps. Nice. Okay. And he you know it's just like it's a thing he just kind of does. He like finds the right vehicle. He dresses them up and. Then, um, so like when the last movie came out, he had, I think he just had one at that time, but he rented it to the movie theater. Oh, neat. And they oh, like sweet. put it out front in the lobby during sweet. the, you know, whole theatrical run and stuff. And so I think there's also like, there's definitely like a, a group of people who just like do this. Right. You know? And, sure. Um, That'd be a really sweet, yeah. I mean, that's a pretty sweet hobby. Yeah. You know, yeah. to do, it's a good you niche. know, kind of like. You know, I don't know, knee jerk. You're kind of like, man, that's that's nerdy, dorky to be making up cars look like movie cars. But then you're like, I don't wait know, a man. I think wait a minute. Now you're rad. like, that's pretty sweet. You know, well, yeah, that's it's almost thing. like a cosplay you can get away yeah, with. Yeah, it's like a cosplay, like, yeah, yeah, regular day to day. That's a good point. I, I mean, operations. just just about. I'm I'm saying just about just about every like what we would say cosplay kind of car that I've seen out there. You know, obviously the General Lee and things of that nature. I've always been like, wow, that's really cool that somebody did that. You know, like. I've seen bat- Batmobiles. I've seen everything, you know, and uh, I, I saw Mach 5, you know, which was really cool. Somebody made one of those. Um, the only one that I've, I've ever done up like the yep. time travel. Right. The only one that I've ever seen that I was like, why would you do that? Is there's for some reason people think that they have to do the Lightning McQueen car and they. Oh, man. And it's always like a weird, like a Miata or just something, you know, that's not even close yeah. to Lightning McQueen. And then they put like the 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 windshield thing, like a piece of cardboard in there. It's got mm-hmm. eyeballs on it and stuff. And, you know, if you got one of those cars, cool for you. If you're happy, don't let me knock you down. That's totally cool. But yikes. <laughs> Ka-chow. Ka-chow. But, oh, I see but the, the kids love a it. Place the kids on love the... it, though, so. Way up to way up to you guys on the way on the road up. There's always this truck, this tow truck that has the mater eyes. Yeah, you know, yep. it's just hanging out, and you know, I mean, I get it. Yeah, somebody's just living their little uh, flight of fancy there. Exactly. You know, but 
Yeah, I don't know if the Miata is the one I've seen, and I've seen, seen like a 3000 GT. Yeah, yeah, seen the 3000 GT. kind of, yep, uh, cheese ball a little bit. And Nate, like, you know, we like the 3000 GT in the Miata. Yeah. And so, you know, me too. That's why I'm yeah. like, I kind of feel like you're, you're ruining yeah. the car, you know, to uh, put some cartoon man. eyes in it. But I mean, whatever, teach their yeah. own, teach their own. That's fine. But. Yep. And I'm glad the Jeep gets an opportunity to be something yeah. really cool like that. Yeah. It's in a ton of stuff, too. Like, the Jeep is in, you know, it's like a feature car in hundreds of different shows. Yes. You know, it's just so popular. And it, it has, like, that instant recognizability. Like, yep. you put a Jeep in, and, like, they're either, like, a flight of fancy fun at the beach or on an adventure. Yeah. You know, like, it's pretty yeah. easy to, yeah, kind of put that put that vibe out, jeeping around. Exactly. And, you know, talking about the Jeeps and movies, like one that came to mind was uh, that was one I really enjoyed when I was a kid was uh, Space Camp. Oh, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> like Dude, that's main, a great movie. The main male character, like the male lead, I think his name's Tate Donovan. Or I think, I think, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> He's Hercules. Hercules, yeah. Cartoon Hercules. He, show, he shows up in a Jeep. He just, yeah. you know, first day of camp, he pulls up, you know. Rocking his cool mullet. Kid. Yeah. I, he was probably listening to some, like, 80s power ballad pop song really like too loud you know but you know but like yeah. julian like you said he was ready for an adventure and those let me tell you those kids had yeah. an adventure <clears throat> jinx the robot forget about it forget about it forget about walking phoenix i mean like another show you think about like um like baywatch it's in the intro yeah you know they have mm -hmm. that jeep and like what other car could you put there <laughs> yeah exactly it's like look we have a, a tracker we got a, a tracker <laughs> there you go actually I, yeah that could be kind of cool actually a, a geo tracker Point eight, or, eight. Point or geo a samurai Metro. or something yeah yeah but you know, well but I, I don't know too, if you could so, you, you, you yeah. could have done it with those but it wouldn't have been the same it would have no, like, yeah. been period yeah. right but it would have felt inauthentic almost correct yeah like man why'd they hire this jeep why they hire this uh, Suzuki to play Jeep? You know, that's right. Yeah. Who do, who do we get to play the Jeep in this scene? <laughs> <laughs> tracker. Uh, tracker, tracker, tracker. Come here, tracker. Dude, that's Get not a real here. Jeep. That's not a real Jeep. <laughs> We're gonna put some Jeep. stickers on you, son. <laughs> yeah. They, they put Jeep emblems on it, and you're like, what the fuck <laughs> kind of Jeep that is that? Would be so funny. <laughs> 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 oh, that's the Jeep Samurai. That's what that is. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so funny. So, the Jeep Wrangler, um, obviously super iconic, like we were just talking when we were in the, in the lounge there, you know, I mean, it's been in tons of movies and it's been around forever. Um, well, the Wrangler has been around for a long time, but the Jeep itself has been around forever. I think I years. think Moses drove one, I think, across yep. the Red Sea. No. <laughs> um, but obviously, uh, Jeep. He threw, uh, he threw the Ten Commandments in. Uh, he did, threw it in yep. the back. He, he took the doors off. <laughs> he used the Ten Commandments as doors. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's great. Um, but no, actually, um, you know, Jeep is you know, been, been around since obviously world war two. And, and, uh, so they were, 
you know, created by a company called Willie's Overland Company, and they made all these Jeeps for the for the war, and and they made a ton of them, and uh, and then they were like, hey, we we have this big sustainable company and stuff, and now the world war is over. What do we do? You know, and so they decided, well, let's keep making the Jeeps and let's offer them to regular people, and so. They didn't do too much of a change to the actual vehicle itself, um, but they introduced it in, I think it was 1945, I think, and they ca- called it the Civilian Jeep, otherwise known as the CJ, and mm-hmm. uh, in 1945, and then it was pretty much just what you saw, but, you know, in the <clears throat> in the war, but it was like different colors, like red and, and things of that nature, but they made them a little yeah, bit more, it- more comfortable. Um, yeah, had a tailgate or had something. a tailgate, I mean, kind of like a truck. Very minimal, very changes. minimal changes to it. Um, but they're like, yeah, this is for civilians, and and it, you know, people were buying them, but it wasn't something really hot. So in in 1949, then they decided to let let's listen to the people and let's make it a lot more comfortable. So then they came out with the CJ3A and uh, added better seats to it, and you know, better ride. You know, had a better ride to it. it wasn't so stiff and stuff like that. And it still just didn't take off. It was still too much reminiscent of an army jeep. And so with that, then the company started to kind of fail. And then so the this man by the name of Henry Kaiser came along, and he offered to buy Willie's Overland. And uh, so he had a vision of what he wanted to do with the CJ. And so he he did the same thing um, with make, adding more comfort features and stuff like that. And he actually. Uh, created the CJ3B, and so that actually came out with a more powerful motor, had like 74 horsepower, I believe, um, compared to like I think it was like 50 something, I think in the in the previous versions, and and uh, and that was you know kind of when the CJ5 took off, and so in 1955 the CJ5 came around and and uh, just took like I said it took off. I mean it 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 uh, they added those big huge headlights to it and stuff and. And uh, had a lot more features that you could get with it. And, um, yeah, it was just like an all-around utility vehicle that was super appealing then. You know, because it, it wasn't like this World War II vehicle. It was actually had some curb appeal to it. And it looked really neat. Um, and then they, uh, let's see, they got in touch with AMC soon after. And then they decided to merge with them. And then they sold the Jeep brand to AMC because AMC they were putting the AMC motors in the vehicle itself and then so in 1970 that's when uh, they officially merged and stuff and then they came out with an inline six at the time and then that's also when they introduced the 304 V8 which is very very popular and then in 1976 uh, they introduced the 10 inch longer version which was the CJ7, and that also came with the quadratic four-wheel drive system, which was super, super cool. And then people just flew to the CJ7 like you wouldn't believe because um, the CJ5 had such a shorter wheelbase, and the CJ7, I mean, they look so much similar, but the CJ7, just it just it looks more appealing, you know? So it's kind of like mm-hmm. the in our times, the way I imagine it is like when the four-door truck came out, you know, like the, like, I always think like the Durango, or not the Durango, but the Dakota. I, I think that was the first four-door truck that I saw that I was like, that looks really good. And that was in like the late 90s, I think, like 98 or something like that. The, the uh, Dodge Dakota came out with the four-door. And I was like, that looks really, really nice. And then from then on out, we're just so used to seeing four-door trucks everywhere, you know. And so that's kind of how the CJ7 was. It just kind of took off and and um, took over. So 
but with that they they had a bunch of different uh models they had the uh, standard side was the laredo and then it went up to the renegade the golden hawk the golden eagle and then the jamboree and then the jamboree was kind of just more of an aesthetic package that was just kind of named after because they had like the jeep jamborees uh, which was a thing that they did in Georgetown every single year. So they were kind of doing that. But, um, but yeah, so then they're moving along and, and then like, you know, they kept going from, I guess, like the early eighties until the mid eighties and, uh, you know, selling tons and tons of Jeeps and, and then, uh, Chrysler came along and they're like, Hey, we want to jump in on this. So they actually bought, uh, the, the Jeep name for one and a half billion dollars. And then when, with that in 87, they introduced the YJ, which is what we know as the Wrangler today. So in 1987 was the first year of the Wrangler. And, uh, with that, that's when they changed it all up and they made it more rad. You know, they had the square headlights and they made the seats way more comfortable. Um, you know, it wasn't just about a utility vehicle anymore. It was about, Hey, we're going out, you know, with our friends and stuff to go to the beach and things of that nature. And so, so then they kind of changed all the way of the nomenclature of the models and stuff. So the base model was the S and then they had the Laredo, the Islander, which was kind of just like a aesthetic sport package or not sport package, aesthetic package again, where it had like these cool sun, like a sunset on the side and everything. And then probably my favorite. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, personally it's just yeah yeah i i can see it in my eyes it's right so, now, so it's so rad it's like so 80s you know it is you know you just see it on the beach and like exactly feel that exactly but then they also had the sport package which had added horsepower and i think a different transmission as well mm-hmm. and then they had the renegade which is what everybody knows and so the renegade was like the full bore you know had yeah everything you can imagine in it you know at the time um renegade was a pretty serious option yes. too, because um, you're talking like right then a base jeep is 89.99 yeah you know for the four speed uh, or the four banger five speed or then you look at the uh renegade and it's like an additional like forty five hundred dollars it's basically like half again the cost of this car yep but it sounds like it was amazing it's like everything was just completely to the nines exactly yeah and i think that's obviously that was the one that everybody wanted you know i mean the laredo still looked really cool they had a cool wheel package on it and stuff i thought that they they looked really neat like you said the islander was more of like the dare i say california jeep you know and um you know more yes bra is more geared Mm -hmm. towards the beaches and stuff like that the fashion accessory jeep yeah exactly there you go that's right yeah it was uh the barbie and ken jeep um (laughs) but uh no and then so that was rocking and rolling until uh 96 and then they replaced the yj with the tj and then that's when it brought they brought back the circle headlights and they also introduced which i think is one of the coolest versions of the jeep and that's the rubicon and so i think Mm. the rubicon is like we took the renegade and we made it so much cooler um so with the rubicon it had bigger tires better suspension it had rock rails on it had i mean you name it it's it's a a really really cool version of the jeep and they've had it to this day so um, moving along to 2006 the jk uh, model was released and then that was like a completely new body new chassis 
um, lots of computer components. That's when they fir first really started introducing computer uh, stuff inside of the Jeep, which I would probably argue wasn't the best idea <laughs> because yeah. that's when the Jeep kind of, you know, before pre-2006, uh, pre the Jeep was very well known for being a very uh, uh, reliable vehicle. And then after mm -hmm. 2006, mm -hmm. they've kind of gone downhill on the reliability. But, uh, but the, probably the most notable feature of the JK was they went to the four door and yeah, uh which was absolutely. which was crazy like it just blew up for for jeeps i mean you guys probably see it i mean i mean it wasn't yeah. just like oh here's the new jeeps it was like i mean i guess they said something like over 75 percent of the jeeps of this model were were sold as a four-door and yeah it makes perfect sense it, it does yeah it was more um geared towards his family life and rather yeah. than the yeah. the the college dudes you know going to the beach kind of a thing so but they also changed the motor because they had a 3.8 liter gas sucking you know hog you know that only put out about 200 horsepower and then they switched it up to a smaller motor with a 3.6 liter but it actually cranked out 265 horsepower and way better fuel economy as well. So that was that was pretty smart of them. So, but then uh, they're doing that until 2014, and that's when Fiat came in, and you know Chrysler was obviously having their problems and stuff, and so Fiat bought the Jeep name from Jeep, and then and, tw and they just kind of continued it for a while until in 2018. Um, uh, that's when they really started to revamp it and stuff and then so obviously in 2020 they are cranking out all sorts of stuff like the jeep gladiator and you know all sorts of different packages and stuff but i mean so that's that's kind of the history of everything in a very quick run because <laughs> like we could really dive deep on a lot of this stuff and and um you know it would take probably days because there's there's so many versions of those jeeps and there's so many oh man you know yeah. stories yeah. that we could what do you, unravel what do you want to know about axles exactly you know? exactly like you could we could spend hours just talking about that. Exactly, you know, it's, it's amazing. Exactly. So, yeah, I, go ahead, Julian. Yeah, I, I no, I just, um, you know, it's kind of interesting to me because it's kind of like evolved from being this really super rugged, completely plain, bare, you know, hose it out type of a machine to like almost like full on creature comfort yeah. off road disco it, it's machine it's, like, right it's almost like i i, I kind of compare it to like the humvee or the hummer you know like the h2 or something yeah. like that i mean they're very similar yeah so but um you know, it's, it, to me it reminds me of like microsoft word like in that's in funny. the beginning you got like you got letters that's right you know i yep. hope you're good with that you know, yep. and then like eventually they're like, let's make this for regular people. Yeah. How about spell check? How about spell check? You know? How about some fonts? Yeah. Fonts. <laughs> yeah. Fonts is probably like the the YJ. That's right. There you go. You know it's about the YJ. That's right. That's funny. And then like the TJ is when you get like clip art. <laughs> there you go. Yep, that'd be about right. Yeah, what's, that's funny. What's Jeep's Clippy? That's right. The Clippy. There you go. Hi, it looks like you're trying to. Are you trying boink, to put yourself no, in four wheel drive? That's probably when they inter introduced <laughs> the computer systems in the JK. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. No, oh, but, man. Julian, that's such a great comparison. It is. For, uh, for the Jeep. No, but I, I will say, I don't. Have you guys ever owned a Jeep at all? No. 
Okay. So I'm no, probably the only I've had one. Frequent use of one. Okay. But I haven't owned one. I owned a vehicle that used a lot of the same interior parts as a Jeep. Ah. Uh, <laughs> a lot of the same buttons. Dis- I had nice. a charger. Oh, there you go. There you go. Charger. Okay. There you go. All right. So I think so the window a, the window switches and the, it's the a squatty Jeep. switches were probably the same. The short Jeep. I thought maybe you just stolen somebody else's interior yeah, and no. your own vehicle. <laughs> that too. Nate, why does your Hyundai say Jeep? The seats say Jeep on it. That's really weird. Yeah, that's yeah, that, funny. Shut up, Jeff. No. Shut up. Here. No, I uh, I personally owned a 78 CJ5 for a couple years. Um, super fun vehicle. Uh, it was probably to real Jeep fanatics and stuff. I probably... Uh, it was a blasphemous vehicle or whatever, but I, uh, I had it with a Chevy 350 in it and it was lifted and I had 38 inch tires on it and stuff. And it was painted chrome yellow and, um, it was, it was just gnarly. It was so loud and stupid. (laughs) It was just, (laughs) just crazy, but I loved that thing. And I had a soft top on it. And at the time, let's see, I bought that. In 98, I had that until probably 2000 or 2001 or something like that. I ended up giving it over to my brother for stupid reasons. But anyways, um, but yeah, I, I love that that vehicle. It was super fun. And uh, it was just, um, it had the lockouts. And I think we talked about that on a previous episode. That might have been our pilot episode, which we'll, we'll have to release. Yeah, to our, we were talking about, yeah. Locking, our our uh, Patreon members at some point, but... Um, but either way it had the lockouts in the front. Um, so it was obviously a standard two wheel drive until you got out and flipped those over and threw it into four wheel and stuff. But what was crazy about that thing. And again, mine's different than everybody else. It was definitely not stock. It was crazy. Um, it had so much power in this thing. And like I said, it had big old 38 inch tires on it. I had Goodyear MTs on it, which are super knobby and they have a high plastic content in the tire. And, uh, I would make sure it was in two wheel drive and I could do a power stand with that thing for freaking days. And it would just be tunneling like tornado of <laughs> freaking smoke coming off these things. And it was so loud. And the way that I had the headers on it, I couldn't quite get it to fit inside of the, the engine well. And so it actually came up, they came off the motor just a tad. And so as if I was just, you know, I don't want to say baby and if I was just driving it normal, it, it drove perfectly fine but if i got on it and stuff it'd freaking shoot fire out because <laughs> the mixture was just so rich and everything and i had a stupid quadra junk you know carburetor on it and stuff i hated that but everybody was like you got to put a quadra jet you know on if you're doing four-wheeling and stuff you know because the bowl's in the middle and and it won't uh you know choke out on you and stuff so that's what i did but um but i mean it was just it, when it came to the motor and everything as a Chevy 350, you know, what are you going to do? You know, but when it came to like the versatility of what that thing could do, man, it was just, it was unstoppable. You know, it just, I went mudding with that thing all the time, climbing with it all the time, drove it through the thickest of snow. You know, it was the only thing that sucked about it was it was not built for comfort. And that's, you know, that's why I kind of brought that up all the time is because like I said, in 1978, there was some pretty comfortable cars back then. Not the CJ. It was it was metal, no plastic, a little bit of leather wrapping with maybe some like foam underneath, you know. Um you know, the gas gauge didn't work. Uh the 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 
the speedometer and stuff had like this really dull light bulb, you know, behind it. So like <laughs> you're driving on the road and you're like, I think I'm either doing 35 or a hundred. I can't quite tell, you know, <laughs> you know, but you it get pulled over and you're like, the officer's like, Hey, do you know how fast you're going? No, yeah. not really. <laughs> not really. But no, Honestly, I ran, no. I, I ran out of gas so many times in that thing. It was stupid. But, um, oh, yeah, I got, I got some funny stories, you know, with it, but, um, okay. I got to share one of the funny stories. So around here in, you know, I, I grew up in this town called Fremont, Nebraska, and Fremont is one of the flattest towns, you know, in Nebraska. And actually a lot of people are probably thinking Nebraska is just flat, but it's actually really not. There's a lot of terrain and stuff, especially oh, yeah, in Omaha. A lot of hills here. <clears throat> yep. A whole, quite a, quite a few, but in Fremont, there's none. <clears throat> and so you really have to go looking hard you know, for places to climb or go muddy, you know, for something more adventurous. And so, so what I would do is I'd go out with my buddies late at night and we just go find some old farm fields and, uh, like after a fresh rain and we just go flying through, you know, whipping cookies and stuff inside of their fields and, and uh, just covering it up full of mud and taking it back into town. And, and, uh, there's one particular night I went out there with my buddies and, and, uh, it was actually my friend, Dan and my, my cousin, um, we call him squeak. And, uh, we, we were driving around out in this field and I was sliding across this field and I basically had a puddle of mud that I was, you know, ripping through and stuff. And then it was actually dried out on the edges and there was ruts in it, you know, cause they had tilled it and whatnot. And so I was sliding, like basically drifting through this enormous mud puddle and I couldn't see anything, you know, cause I didn't have a washer fluid reservoir or anything. It just covered it with mud and I had to get out and wipe it down with my hands and stuff. And uh, couldn't see, and I'm going and hit that dry patch, and we like started tipping, and then my <laughs> my buddy Dan, you know, he was probably 350 pounds. He's a big old boy, and he was sitting in the back, and we started going over, and he just flings himself <laughs> over to the other side of the jeep, <laughs> caught it in midair, and we <laughs> fell back over, and we're just like, holy crap! <laughs> nice. And he's like, I, he's like, aren't you glad that I came? I'm like, oh man, you have no idea how glad I am that you came. So it was, it was funny. But yeah, but that the thing. Jeep probably would have been fine if you would have tipped. You know, just probably. Right? Although I did, although I did tip, and it, uh, not that time, but it did tip, and it, it bent the side up and everything, and then the, the top never aligned oh, ever again man. and stuff. So it was my brother had a ram charger and stuff, and we hooked up like towing ropes to it and stuff to try to pull out all the bends and everything, and it was just never the same again. But it kind of sucked. But um, you know what are you gonna do? I thought about getting like a fiberglass body and replacing it and stuff, but. I just never got around it. That's one of the reasons I gave it to my brother. It just started having too many problems. And I just gave it gave it over to him. But either way, it was a gnarly, gnarly vehicle. It was totally stupid. You know, definitely, definitely not re- like a real Jeep. You know, because I had done so many different things to it and stuff. But, but um, just the just the ruggedness and you know, it was so mechanical and just the fact that you could just climb up inside of it and you know, and because the hood doesn't like come up. You know, I mean, you lift it all the way back to the windshield. And you just climb inside. And I mean, I was always working on that thing. It was so much fun. But either way, that's kind of all my CJ stories, you know, from back in the day kind of rolled up. I got a, I got a bunch more, but it's no big deal. But anyways, yeah, they're fun, man. They're fun. I remember uh, you know, there was a guy I worked yeah. with in, uh, in high school at a grocery store. <clears throat> and he... Uh, he he had a few different cars, you know. I think he was probably him and his family were probably pretty well off. Um, he probably didn't need to work, 
you know, during that time, just extra money for him, which is, you know, which is great. Good thing to do when you're a kid, um, in high school. And, uh, but he got a, uh, I want to say it was a 94, it was a a Wrangler uh, Sahara edition. It was, it was like the forest green Mm -hmm. with the, with the tan, uh, like the brown, tan brown interior and the Sahara, um, decals and stuff on it. And it was, um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty sweet. Yeah, I think I wrote, I got to ride it in a couple times, you know, just, you know, Jeep, you know, pulling the doors off and just, you know, fairly, uh, simple inside, but still pretty sweet, pretty sweet machine. So uh, unfortunately I don't have too many Jeep experiences myself, but that's one that, uh, that does stick out to me. Sorry, Julian, I cut you off. No, um, you know, I was going to circle back to something Jeff keeps saying, which I think is really hilarious, uh, or maybe, um, you know, we disagree or whatever, but he keeps saying, well, you know, I did so much stuff to this Jeep is basically not even a Jeep anymore. And I'm like, well, but Jeep has like the thickest aftermarket oh my of gosh. any vehicle ever. It is. I mean, you know, it's, and you know, it's one of those things where like they've been stamping basically the same door for 80 years yep. in a sense and you know probably in i mean I, th- I think they even said like your cj doors and the wrangler bodies are like somewhat interchangeable and stuff yep and then you know and then you get into you know the really modern stuff and it's like the sky's the limit you know you can modify those things to like the moon and back yeah and so like the idea that like your Jeep was not a true Jeep is I find it like really ironic because it's like <laughs> every Jeep is it's is like basically its own Jeep anymore. You know, like yeah. half the I wouldn't say even half the Jeeps stay stock. Like I would probably wager a quarter of Jeeps stay like totally stock for you know or any real length of time. That's and true. That's I was true. looking at like you know comparing Jeep accessories to like regular car accessories and you know you can get like floor mats and lights and suspension and then uh roof racks and crash bars and lift kits and winches and um you can get like interior padding that goes on the um roll bars and stuff but then like there's some like real jeep stuff yeah like what other car do you go like roof and or door shopping for right like what other car do you buy (laughs) from the factory where they're like uh so you have we got this roof and this roof and this roof which which roof are you into yeah like well i kind of like that one well that probably won't work with your body so you're gonna have to replace your body you know like (laughs) like it's a good point though i mean how many other vehicles can you be like you know what this this body's really rusted i'm just gonna buy this one out of the catalog and then my buddy's going to come over yeah. we're just going to unbolt it and just lift it off into the grass and put the new one on really quick. You know, like that's what's that's what's phenomenal about it. But you're right, though, the accessory and thing, they, not to take yeah. it, not to take your thunder, make but everything, because that's the thing. When yeah. I own that that Jeep, like I said, I got a 98 and I had I had multiple catalogs. You know, I'm not even talking J.C. Whitney. Sure. I'm talking they were actually sure. Jeep catalogs that were just. Mm-hmm. cover to cover just full of all sorts of accessories and stuff and it was like yeah where do i begin you know i just sit there and like salivate yeah. you know just looking through all the different parts and stuff you could get and but now, now so is not so, a day it's even worse yeah is the customization oh, today's amazing like is that really just with like the wrangler and like the previous like the um the cjs like i mean is there a, a big aftermarket for like the 
Grand Cherokee. Oh, totally. The Compass yeah. or the yeah. Patriot or that yeah, kind big of thing. Okay, so it's the not, whole... not quite as much. Um, I mean, definitely yeah. not as much. Uh, obviously, the Wrangler, you know, series or what we know as the Jeep or whatever. That's it is. like that's like our current iteration of the iconic. Yeah. Jeep. Yeah. 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 That's that's probably I would I would imagine it's probably the most accessorized vehicle that you can you know buy accessories for, you know. So I mean, because yeah. like nowadays, even I just saw one tonight. There was uh you know there was a JL you know that was just decked out i mean it had like these gnarly things on the front grill to make the headlights look real mean and you know it yeah it had all the doors off and these humongous fenders on it and and uh the top was real different i mean it just it didn't even barely look like a jeep anymore but it was it's so cool you can customize these things so much that you know it's a jeep obviously but it's just like that's garrett's jeep you know or whatever that's yeah dave's jeep you know it's like you know you know it's not just like uh well it's a green one but he's got a uh you know a whipping ton on the back or something like that it's like i mean you can really Mm -hmm. make those things look really Mm -hmm. cool and then now they come out with a turbocharged one you know which is like i mean i don't know man it's it's crazy yeah, this jeep I'm, world yeah it's kind of weird to me to put a i mean i guess it's you know it's a two liter turbo and to me that's probably not enough to move no. a 4500 pound vehicle because that's what like the they weigh right right, now. right you know that's not light but then i think they've got like nine or i'm not sure how many gears they run in these days but i think yeah. it's like eight or nine speed transmissions yeah, yeah. and you know and for the jeep i guess having more gears is a benefit anyway because you want that low gear yep. accessibility and stuff like that yeah i don't yeah i i saw that you know on the 2018 and newer and uh, it's kind of intriguing you know yeah um the thing i think is funny is like how that's also kind of evolved and and again like i keep coming back to it kind of being like um a little bit of like a fashion icon in a sense, you know, mm-hmm. because it really does like, like if it's so-and-so's Jeep, like they've done it a certain way. It has that aggressiveness. Yeah. It has that stance. It has those big knobby tires, whatever. Like that's somebody making a statement about their personality, yeah. Yeah. you know, what they, what they want to put out to the world about themselves. Just like the one that is powder pink with the super pink LEDs yeah. and the super pink interior and the hello kitty. And like, you know, there's that full spectrum. And I love that Jeep can do like, everything it could be the barbie car yeah. or it could be like the gi joe like down and dirty mm-hmm. in the desert like real deal let's get this done mm-hmm. uh, machine and you know um i i actually um but i do think it can be overdone yeah you know? like yeah. because this is a car where you can get everything for twenty dollars right you can literally spend a million dollars and have a car that looks like the complete opposite of a million bucks, <laughs> yeah. like just absolute yeah. dirtball. And um, I did find I did find one accessory that just like was the icing on the like above all other accessories, and it's a it's a knit Daisy doily i've seen it tire cover i've seen that have you yes, seen yes i have seen that it's glorious <laughs> yeah I've but seen i'm also that. i'm also like maybe we've gone too far yeah. with this you know if this is is yeah. this okay we'll have to post that on the <laughs> on the show notes yeah dude that's crazy it totally it's it looks a like a, it, I was gonna say, it looks like a 
Like, uh, do you remember back in the eighties, there was like this thing that you could, uh, it was like a, you could use spirograph? yarn. What? Oh no. You okay. Could, like you, a yarn. It was like a yarn spirograph okay. and you would like twist okay. it around and it would make like a flower or whatever. And then you pull on this thing <laughs> and it would pop off and then you have, that's what it reminds me of. I'll have to figure out what those things are called. But I remember watching nice. those things thinking like, what the hell is that? But yeah, that's what it looks like. It's like a coaster or something like that on my grandma's <laughs> coffee table. Yeah. But um, Nate, Nate found a crocheted one that looks like a hacky sack. Yeah, yes. yeah, dude. I just looked up. I, I, I tried to it. Google the. Uh, I googled the knit daisy tire cover, and I got I got like you know flower. I got peace symbols. I got I got crocheted. I got one that says I think it's supposed to say Jeep, but it looks like it says like foop or jupe. <laughs> Because they use flowers here, uh, listeners. Nice. Uh, you know, maybe we'll have to share this out too. But I, I put it in our nice. chat here. I don't it see says, Jeep there. No, it looks like it, it says it, Jeep. It could be poop. No, it could be poop. <laughs> it could be poop. Yeah, I'd have to say like one poop, of the funniest, probably overused stickers I've ever seen um, on the Jeep is. If you guys might have seen this, but they have it. They'll put it up above on the windshield, and it'll be upside down. Mm-hmm. And it says, "If you can mm-hmm. read this, please flip me over." Oh yeah, <laughs> I've seen that one for sure. Yep. But yep. so, yeah, hey I mean, guys. Yeah. What's up? Sorry. Um. So one thing that I want to want to ask about, and it's something mm-hmm. I've heard, yeah. and what I read about it makes it seem like it's it's like unique to Jeep Jeeps and Jeep owners. It's the Jeep Wave, and I'm like, it's like jeep owners seeing each other on the road and, and oh greeting each other with like you know raising two fingers off the wheel and i'm like yeah don't isn't that just what every driver does maybe that's well, just maybe that's my nebraska, nebraska showing it's that's nebraska. my nebraska they call it, they call it the, the nebraska wave too and it's you know just lifting two fingers up yeah yeah it's a thing that jeep jeep owners do but um it's also like you know motorcycle you know, yeah. motor, motorcycles Miata, do it. Right? Yep. Miata Volkswagen owners. ownerships. Yep. Oh, I mean, it's a little different. Like Miata owners, they flip uh, if the headlights like first up. Gen, yeah, they yeah. Do the, yeah, they do the pop ups to each yep. other and stuff. And, yep. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, but like motorcycles. I do. Um, you know, you, I do gun hands they, on my motorcycle. <laughs> you take, take my hands, hands off. off the, off the... Seriously, no, I, they love it. You know, because you kind of look like you're on a horse anyway. You're just like. <laughs> That's funny. They're like, okay. They always look at me like I'm going to Maybe I might be. Yeah. Julian, I want to, we should uh, get some video of that. That'd be great. All that right. would be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I, I, I would like hear like a about fat the... guy on a motorcycle <laughs> <laughs> shooting guns. Yeah. In Arkansas, man, dies. And he, <laughs> That's right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the Jeep Wave thing always kind of like, kind of blew my mind a little bit. But again, like Jeff, like you said, I mean, that's probably just my naive well, midwestern well yeah upbringing. but i think it's just i think it goes with anybody that's got something that's like just kind of yeah, like different that, right right you're you're acknowledging Deep you're part of you're part of a yep. community yeah. you're part of a, like a family in a sense yeah. right so, yeah and you're proud of it obviously and so you're you know you're you're real happy to see someone else who, mm-hmm. exactly who's part of the same family yeah. so, so, so the I, same I thing, totally yeah. get it yeah the same thing happened when i had my hhrss like i saw hhrs that. everywhere and i you know i wouldn't wave at them they wouldn't wave at me and most of them would driven by old women <laughs> but um you know but if i saw an ss we would see each other and always wave or whatever you know yeah. so it's just one of those things you know when you have a somewhat kind of rare car and you you know you see that and stuff so like when i like way back when i had my shelby you know they only made five or a thousand of mine 
and my my town we only had about thirty thousand people, and there was two of us that had one. And so when we would see oh each other, God. it was like brothers don't shake hands. Brothers got a hug. <laughs> brothers got a hug. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. You know. So, so I gotta say, so since I bought the RX8, I yeah. know that there's a few RX8s in town, and I mean they made a ton of the RX8. Yeah. So I mean they're not exactly rare. But it's like it's still not a car that you see all the time. No, it's like, not. I, I haven't right. seen yeah. one since I like any time that I've been driving my car. Yeah. I haven't seen one, so I can't even. Yeah, I can't they're even pretty do rare. The they're with pretty you. rare. That's right. I I saw one today and I freaked out. You make a choice when you're buying an RX car, you know. Yeah. And you're kind of you're buying into you know something kind of unique there, and most people are gonna buy a Honda. Sure. Right. You know, most people are gonna do something that's just. Um, more of an appliance, yep. you know, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for you. I, when I had my seven, I w- there was a guy who always had an RX eight and I would always see him when I wasn't in my seven, mm. like, dang right? it, like every single time, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then, and then I drive my seven. Of course I see nobody, but, right. um, but yeah, there's definitely, um, you know, a bond, I guess, you know, yeah. like a brotherhood between but all think, these different cars. I think and, it's probably, yeah. You know, since the the Wranglers are everywhere, you know, so it's yeah. like mm-hmm. such a a niche vehicle, but it's a t- there's tons <laughs> of them, you know. So I think that's probably such a prominent Bye. thing about the Jeep wave. And it's like with the Jeep thing coming it, to a mailbox near you. That's right. It's right. almost like it's almost like a a persona, or like a personality. Like yeah, it's, yeah. It's a lifestyle, yeah. you know. It's like I'm yeah. a Jeep mm-hmm. person, you know. Yeah. And so that that kind of yeah. So yeah. it's like I could see that playing playing more into that kind of like acknowledgement and camaraderie mm-hmm. because it's like, you're not just getting the car or, you know, the mm-hmm. vehicle. it's like, it's a lifestyle and a, um, you know, a perception of yourself yeah. and, and other people. So, yeah, I think, I think, and I'm not going to pick on anybody who currently does this, you know, so, for, so forgive me listeners, cause I'm not picking on you or whatever, but one of the accessories that you can actually get is a foot peg, that's on the outside of the door, like where the door would be. It's on, actually on the fender. So as you're driving along with your doors off, you can stick your leg out and put it on this peg. And so I'm just saying, again, that is nice. like the most uncomfortable way of driving a Jeep. I used to have one. I tried to put my foot out a couple times. Granted, a CJ5 is a lot different than, I, than a, you know, than like a JL or something like that. But it was uncomfortable. And because uh, well, especially I had a clutch, you know, so I'm like, ah, well, yeah. pull it back in. Ah, <laughs> Isn't there, and know? there's like a lip on it, right? Like, yeah, on the, on exactly. The door sill. It's so not just like, like you're just looking right over. I mean, you it's, pull you your foot move in, your leg and out. You, like, exactly. You catch it on this door sill. Is that like the the Al Bundy like? I think so. You got know, the hand slouch, the, hand hand the... <laughs> stick your hand in your pants. You know, leg yeah. out the door. I mean, <laughs> I, I I get it. It's like as you're driving along and stuff, you know, I used to ride a motorcycle and stuff. It's, it's fun to feel like the wind and everything, you know, I used to have drive around without mm-hmm. my top on all the time, you know, with my Jeep and, and, uh, it, it's nice, you know, to have that wind and everything. But I think it's just kind of a thing that it's like, you know, like when you see somebody driving on the road and they have their hands sticking out of their sunroof, you know, you're like, really? Like, you're just, look at me. I got a sunroof, you know? So it's like, hey, I think that's what it is. Like, look at me. I don't have any doors on. I'm a rebel. So it's like, you know, whatever. Chiefs are on. I mean, if it makes you happy, go for yeah. it. You know, I'm not picking on you, but I just always get a chuckle I, every uh, time I see that. I definitely got in trouble for that once. Um, totally, uh, in, uh, you know, vehicle 
specific problem maybe because I was in a Volvo 740 station wagon <laughs> and I had my leg completely out the window over the side mirror. Nice. And You're I'm driving. like cruising. I just think I'm the pimpinest kid in the universe. I think I was probably 17 or 18. Totally got pulled over. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? That's so funny. Just relaxing. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what's what's the matter, officer? That's right. just being awesome. <laughs> I didn't realize you that got a was problem with the being awesome and cool. That's right. You're just pulling me over because you're just jealous. That's what it is. I can Man, stick my leg out. Make you a deal. Hop in, passenger seat. Throw your leg out that window. <laughs> you I'll take me, you around you, the block. You tell me you'll never want to do that again. Tell me that. I, I guarantee you, you'll be doing it all the time. <laughs> and the next time you see him, he's driving. You feel in young his, again. He's driving in his crown Vic. He's got his <laughs> leg sticking out. <laughs> he starts a movement. Everyone in town. Driving yeah. Their legs out the he window. throws me the two finger wave. That's right. <laughs> two toes. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. The two toe wave. <laughs> two Everybody toes. starts wearing flip flops. or something. <laughs> We're the two-toe crew. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Oh, man, that's funny. No, but uh, ultimately, I mean, Jeeps are so much fun. They're so much fun. And, yeah. you know, I've yeah. I've had a number of friends who had them. I've, you know, I've had my own. I had an XJ, obviously, as well, and and love that vehicle. We'll, we'll talk about the Cherokees and stuff later in another episode, but they're just so much fun. And, I mean, everybody's... You know, there's a lot of people who have stories out there of, you know, buddies who had them or they have them or whatever and stuff. And it's just, you know, you just go on for days with them and stuff. I just love them so much. And even like the basic four banger. Yeah. Like 92 ish. Dude, I'd get one. I'd get one now if I could. They had great gas mileage and they just, dude, you could just beat the crap out of them things and they'd take it. You know? I had one that we would take to the beach sometimes, and like that is the perfect cruising yes. beach vehicle because the beach in on the East Coast is a little bit about being seen, yeah. as much as going to the beach. Yep. And so, you know, <laughs> yeah. the Jeep is there. You you know, you got the doors off, top down. You're basically just like cru- flo- floating in the breeze, yep. you know, and you just kind of get that full indoor outdoor experience the whole time, and um. You know, you're also maybe doing a little bit of the yelling at people on the street and like interacting with the crowd. I mean, it's a it's like a public experience, yeah. you know, to be in a Jeep. It is um, a lot more so than like a full cage vehicle. Like a Daytona. Yep. Yeah, yeah, like a Daytona. Like a, yeah. Well, I was I was pretty yeah. lucky in high school. Um, one of my good friends, he his dad actually owned a car dealership, like a big one. And it was a Chrysler dealership. And so this dude, he always had it was like every two weeks he had a new car and he was obviously with just dealer plates. He didn't own them. And he would show up like, like one of my favorite cars that he, that he had was an all wheel drive Eagle Talon. And it was with oh, a tur had a turbo in it and everything. Gosh, the thing was, there's a unicorn. Oh, it was, it was so freaking cool. And, uh, but then, you know, and then I think he had an IROC Daytona, you know, for a little bit, which was really cool. The Dodge IROC Daytona. And then, but he always had Jeeps. He always had Jeeps. And, um, and so it would be fun because like he'd call us up and, and he'd be like, Hey, I'm, I'm going to go get a Jeep tonight. You guys want to go, go drive around? I'm like, hell yeah. You know, so he'd come by and pick us all up and, and he'd have like the, they'd have like the, uh, the sound bar in the back, 
you know you ever see those so it was like a big speaker like bar that was on the back roll, yeah, roll cage that, yeah. and on the roll yeah. bar and it would just be it was so loud in those things and not like bass it was like pure treble blowing your eardrums <laughs> down your throat and uh you know we just like crank up some guns and roses or something like that and just be driving around just like i can't hear anything <laughs> you know but this is so awesome it, it was but we would just drive around just thought we were just like the coolest kids in town and stuff but one of the funny things that we would always do was we had this um this car wash it was called super suds car wash i think or no i think it was called waves that's what it was it was waves and uh and it had like the regular car wash bays and it had an automated bay and stuff but it didn't have a dryer at the end of the automated one it actually had a separate building that if you wanted to dry off your car, you put in a dollar and then it had an air dryer in it and you would pull into it and then it would have this thing that would go over your car a whole bunch of times. And then when it was all done, you drive out. And, uh, and so we would go and <laughs> we would pull in there with the Jeep with the top off and we would just play, pay a dollar and it'd do like 180 mile an hour winds on us and stuff. And, uh, dude, it was crazy. It was like going through a hurricane with, scream, with screaming just, metal in the exactly background. Like, I can just see yeah. you like head banging this wind tunnel. Oh my gosh, dude. Well, I tell you what, that was back when I had, I actually had hair and I had like the butt cut, you know, cause it was in the nineties and stuff. And I just remember coming home from the first night. Cause we do it like four or five times in a row. And, uh, and I came home that first night and my hair had so many knots in it and stuff. Oh my gosh. It was so painful. But yeah, well, I think we can move on to the next segment, which would be one thing you like and one thing you dislike about the Jeep. This is going to be a tough one. Cause like. How can you not like anything about the Jeep, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm i trying to, you know, again, you know, like I ta- touched on last time, it's like, it's really hard for me to come up with something I don't like. I guess, mm-hmm. you know, it's for me, it's like, it's hard for me to just be like, that thing right there. I don't like right. it. Um, you know, I, I kind of, I can kind of get it after talking with you guys a little bit about, you know, on this section. But uh, yeah, I can see how on the Jeep, I don't know. It's going to be tough. I know what mine is, so I can go first if you Same. want me to. All right, I'll go first. So right. so f- I'm going to start with the thing that I don't like. And okay. this is kind of, you know, Jeep wide. I mean, this was with the XJs and the YJs and everything. But um, they were well known for having bulletproof motors for eons you know like their inline sixes and stuff you know like the four liter Mm -hmm. inline six and stuff yeah they use those amc motors like for just 30 yeah it was crazy it was crazy but i loved those motors they're so easy to work on very cheap parts and everything but the thing that i hated was that no matter what you did they just guzzled gas like it was going (laughs) out of style and uh I, i could drive that thing 85 miles an hour on the interstate or I could do 50 miles an hour on the interstate and it would always get 15 miles a gallon no matter what I was doing with that thing. And so I hated the fact that they had just, I know they're kind of boxy and stuff and they're not very aerodynamic and stuff, but it was just like, 
it was so hard to own a Jeep because it cost so much money to own it because it just guzzled gas like crazy. I'm like, this is a super lightweight vehicle. How in the world is it costing me this much money in gas mm-hmm. every week? You know, mm-hmm. so and that's not even my 350. I think my 350 actually got better gas than <laughs> the inline six did. <laughs> nice, but uh, but yeah, that's what I don't like was like especially the four liter. You know, it just gosh, in the 3.8, it's just was they were just gas guzzlers. They're just crazy. I mean, ugh. anyways, yeah. So that's why I hated about them. What I what I love about the the Wrangler is um, the easy convertibleness of it. Just the fact. I mean, obviously you have the hard tops and stuff, and those are not bad, especially sure. on on the newer ones, on like the JKs and the JLs and stuff like that. They actually come off in pieces, mm-hmm. so you can do it yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's really nice. And they have like storage packets ex- in the JLs behind the doors for exactly them. the. Top actually goes back the exact same way as like a Miata. You just yep. like flip it and it goes exactly like two seconds. So down. like the TJ, obviously that was a one piece, and that you know you needed a buddy or a couple buddies, you know, to help you get that off and stuff. But but what was cool is though you could get a bikini top, you could get a soft top, you could. There's all sorts of different things that you can do with it and everything, and and I just love the versatility of the convertibleness of it. And you know, I, I know we we're kind of giving some crap a little bit about sticking your legs out and everything, but it is fun driving around without your doors on it and mm-hmm. it, it is an experience mm-hmm. and it's it's something that if you haven't ever driven in a jeep go rent one or something like that you know and just experience it one time taking everything off because you feel yeah. like it's euphoric i mean you're out in the elements and you're just you're you hear so much you know and a lot of people like complain when they're in their cars and stuff like gosh my, my car is so so noisy you know like i can hear the tire noise and i can hear this and stuff and it's like, and then you drive in something that's like super quiet, like a Lincoln or whatever. And you're like, oh, this is really nice. We don't have to talk very loud when we're talking. But the polar opposite of that, when you're driving in like a Jeep where you hear everything, it's just an experience. You just feel like you're um, just so exposed and it's kind of dangerous almost, you know. And uh, yeah, it's just a blast. I just love the the convertible, you know, feature of, of the Wrangler and the CJs and all that. So those are my submissions. Julian, you want to go next? Yeah, you know, I'm going to start with what I don't like. Okay. Um, you know, we'll Oreo this a little bit. I'm um, obviously a huge fan of the Jeep, generally. Um, but what I don't like is that over the years, it's kind of gotten, you know, you could always accessorize the Jeep to some degree, but it would like, it used to be like hardcore 4x4 accessories and, um, yeah, you know, things like that, and the Jeep has just evolved so much that it's almost like um, out outfitting like a teenage girl's bedroom at this point. <laughs> like, it, you, there's just so much stuff. It's like it could end up looking like a Lisa Frank poster at the end of it if you're not Sweet. careful. And so that's really what I don't like. I don't like that it's like continually gotten more complicated. Mm-hmm. And added the opportunity for other people to like, not necessarily ruin it because some people make amazing Jeeps, but there are also people who just like have $10 and they're at Pet Boys and they just buy something and then they do that the next week yeah. and they do that the week after that. And like they have like 20 different types of pink or neon green or, you know, just stuff like that that like ends up kind of... Um, just getting away from the real nature of the Jeep, yeah. in my opinion, which is that adventure. And um, 
you know, but that's also, you know, um, you know, to, to pivot, like what I love about the Jeep is so, cause we complain all the time about cars that they used to make that they don't make anymore. Right. And, oh gosh, I wish they still made whatever, whatever. And, you know, I think this, uh, it's 2020. I think it's the 80th anniversary of Jeep this year. Yeah. And they have stayed true to form. Yeah. You know, like if you want a Jeep, you're going to get a Jeep. It's in a modern con- context, yep. obviously, yep. because buyers are not going to go buy something without backup, backup cameras or navigation sure. and stuff like that. You know, but, um, but you can go buy a Jeep right now. Yeah. And that's a big freaking deal mm-hmm. because, you know, when we look back at all the stuff that we love in the 80s and we look back at those old school Wranglers as adults with kids, you know, Jeep has met us. Yeah. You know, they have they have made that four door um, still iconic shapes, still references that original design. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll take my money right now. Yeah. Totally. I, I, I got to make a point to that, too. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly because it, it does make you nervous. Something that's been around that long, you got to wonder, like, how long is it going to be here? You know, mm-hmm. especially with just how yeah. modern things are getting, how curvy and aerodynamic and and, uh, you know, good with gas and everything electronic and everything. So so, you know, like the I see the twenty twenty two you know, Jeep Wrangler and it's getting kind of rounded and stuff. I'm like, okay, making me nervous. You know, please don't make the 23 or the 24 like completely different or something, you know, cause they did that with the Grand Cherokee. Grand Cherokee doesn't look anything like the Grand mm-hmm. Cherokee anymore. And it kind of fl- yeah. flipped the whole world on its head, you know, all those Grand Cherokee lovers and stuff. But, um, but no, I, I, again wanted to make a quick point so like when the jk came out and they had the four door mm-hmm. i was actually pretty livid when that when i saw that i was like you sure, can't do sure. a four door jeep what are you doing you know and i was i was against it for probably about two years and then we were at i think it was called it's not the was it the world of wheels there was this uh car show that is basically just brand new cars that comes to um you know our our stadium here or whatever here in Omaha and you just get to sit in these brand new cars and stuff I don't think it's World of Wheels it's uh either way and uh so they had one of the four-door ones there and I was like well I'll go check it out I guess and like I got inside and I was like okay I get it this is actually cool I can see my yeah. kids in here and everything and yeah and it's just so practical I'm like okay now I want one and now I just freaking love them like they're like yeah. I couldn't even like when I look up Jeeps to buy because I'm always thinking about get one I don't even look up two-door <laughs> you know it's just like it looks kind of yeah. goofy now you know I mean let's so, say you're looking at like an 80s or a 90s you know but but yeah so speaking of doors I had, I had noticed this uh, earlier today when I was reading um a bit about uh, about the Jeep Wrangler. There was an article from uh, Doug Demuro, um on it was on Auto Trader, and it was he is titled "Every Single Two Door SUV Has Failed," and it was uh, basically saying that I'll, I'll throw it in our chat here if you guys want to read it um, later. But it was like basically saying that every time you know some uh, an automaker rolls out a two door SUV, it just doesn't it just doesn't last. And they're, but they're like, well, Jeep is the, is the exception, uh, but it proves the rule because Jeep was two door for such a long time. Then they, they introduced the four door, you know, and Jeff, Mm -hmm. like you were talking about that then, and now that's what everybody wants is the four door. Yeah. They don't want a two door anymore. So I I just thought that was interesting. I hadn't really thought about that. Yeah. The four door was also a really big deal too, because it enabled the Jeep to kind of, 
I mean, the Jeep got longer and longer mm -hmm. as it's gotten a little bit older, and so you can actually do more stuff with it. Like, you could always kind of tow with a Jeep. Yeah. But I think the towing capacity, like, doubled when yeah. they added the, Ooh. you know, the longer wheelbase yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. And, you know, it just... Yeah, you again, before like, you're, like, pulling, like, maybe a pop-up camper or, a, you know, maybe, set of jet yeah. skis, you know, that was about it. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't pull a car no. with it. I mean, safely. I mean, you could probably, but not, you no. know, safely. And then... You know, now you could pull two, so yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> uh, is it my? It's my turn now. It's I your guess. turn, Nate. Um, so I'll go with what I like about it to start with. Um, and uh, thinking about it, you know, you guys kind of touched on like the the versatility, the the customization, like all the different packages and options, and then like the history and the heritage and all that, just everything that makes a Jeep a Jeep. And, and I think what I like about it after thinking about it is like the Jeep experience or the Jeep, uh, like lifestyle or community just kind of, it's, you know, it's, it's like, it's an exclusive club, but it's not really because it's like, yeah. all you gotta do is get a Jeep, you know? And it's like, <laughs> you know, get a Jeep and you're in. It's yeah, like, but hey, you're not. You know, you're already making a car. You're already making a car payment. Right. Yeah, but you're not. But you're not pulling up in like a Plymouth Voyager, and they're not going to. Yeah, lie yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and uh, yeah, that's just that's just kind of cool. Like just all of it, um, you know, just like Jeff, like you're saying, the the convertibleness of it, and then the experience, kind of the visceral, yeah, mm -hmm. part of it. I think that all just kind of gets all rolled into into that whole lifestyle or the experience of yeah. it. Yeah. Man, now I want to buy a Jeep. Man. I know. See, this I is what we do, I though. Do we have That's... these episodes, and then I'm like, I want to go buy a Lincoln Mark 7. <laughs> right? You know, dude, every, it, it doesn't matter. Like, I think it doesn't matter what model we're talking about. You know, we're looking at, like, if it's an, if it's a still a model they make, you know, we're, like, looking at the new, you know, the, the manufacturer page and, like, building yeah. it, mm -hmm. or if it's an old one, we're looking at classified ads it's like it never fails every so far every episode we've done i'm like you know i want to get one of those that's know? right so it's just you guys are totally <laughs> it's totally right it's like yeah. i just want to go out and get one um and of course you know i'm terrible about the disliking one um and there's nothing that really stands out to me like that you know that stands out to me that i'm just like man it sucks i hate that yeah so I don't know. That's just gonna be my thing, I guess. Maybe I just, you just I, say I you dislike the fact that you don't have one. Maybe, maybe, yeah, that could be. Just right on that one. <laughs> um. Okay. How about this? How about this? Okay. okay. So the new thing, what what came out? Now this isn't Wrangler specific, but it's Jeep, like the new, like the Gladiator. Gladiator. That came out. Uh huh. So. Yeah. I think like the so what I've heard from people I've talked to like consensus is like Jeep made a truck and they're like you know it's like eh like hated it yeah you know and I'm just like <laughs> you know I don't mind it you know so maybe I hate the fact that I don't I, I don't know it's not making sense <laughs> maybe maybe you're I'm watching watching Nate try yeah. and be mean that's right. Is, awesome it is it is yeah nate just cannot nate, talk just negative about person. anything he's <laughs> like no. i'm afraid i'm gonna hurt jeep's feelings <laughs> well i got robbed but the guy probably needed, he needed the money, the money yeah, more than it's, i understand 
where it came from. And he from. helped me get up, you know, after after he knocked me down. So, I mean, he was kind of nice. <laughs> no, I, I do want to say we should actually talk about the Gladiator for a minute because it is actually technically sure. a Jeep Wrangler, you know, but it's a truck version or whatever. And they but, just kind of, like, stretched it out. like Yeah. <laughs> See, to me, and maybe, you know, I'm on the other side of you, Nate. I, I do not like the Gladiator at all. But again, like I was talking about, you know, when the JK came out, I hated yeah. the four-door version of it. So I will yeah. say when I see just a standard um, straight off the lot, you know, Gladiator, I think they look goofy, you know. But I have seen a few that have been lifted with some really nice tires on and stuff. And it, and it fills up that void, you know, like because yeah. it's just got that long, you know – yeah, it just it does doesn't have a goofy look to it. It does have a goofy look. It looks like it wants to be a Jeep. And then it's like it's got a mullet on the back. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like like, the, like you're making copies of it yeah. and the copier got stuck a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's exactly like just, right. just pull the paper out. out. Just oh, it's yeah. now right. it's all accordion yeah. and stuff. Oh, oh, we can still use yep. it. Um, I'll send it to the client. Yes. I mean, so, and I, I get why people want them. You know, because like, especially if you're like a, yeah. a Jeep truest, you know, it's like all of everyone is Jeeps, but then you're constantly Jeep having to ask, right? You're constantly having to ask know, buddies like, to come over and help, you know, load stuff. But how in much their can you actually and, haul in a Gladiator? Like, I put a cooler a in there and it was full. That's right. And already, like, how how much trouble do you have fitting your stuff in your Jeep that's basically like unlimited room? Right. You mm. just stack it on top of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I I mean, I think the thing that bugs me about that is just that it's such a sharp cut yeah you know it goes back and then like it's like they just took a right angle yeah and just yeah. drew it that that you know and that's something that, like i've yeah. heard is like it looks like they just just glued it on the back yeah just like yeah it doesn't it like, doesn't have a yeah. cool cool flow to it yeah i've seen the ones uh i've seen some that are modified that have like a rail back there and stuff like that and it changes the profile a little bit and that i like um but you know, like you, Jeff, I had a hard time like getting into the four door mm-hmm. thing. But now it's just been long enough that it's just a part of the vocabulary. Yeah, you know, yeah. And the, but the, I've been four or five years. The truck will be the same thing. Like I just I won't even think. Yeah. Of it. Well, and I'm sure they'll improve yeah. on the on the design. You know, um, if if they keep making it, I'm yeah. sure they probably they, they have to. I mean, and they do that with yeah. everything. I mean, I remember like the when the Titan, you know, the Nissan Titan first came out. It was pretty cool, but it was still a little janky. But a couple of years later, they had it figured out. It was really nice, you know. And you know, so I mean, here's, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. I, so nope. here's one for you guys. So like this one, this kind of hits like for me, like those companies that are making a truck that you don't you don't expect a truck out of like Honda. So I exactly. That's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think of, I was going to say the Ridgeline. Yeah. The like Ridge I see, line. I see yeah. those and I'm like, yeah. that's just, that's Dude, just wrong. That's it's like a seems... civic front end with a truck on the back. Yeah. Man. It's so like, weird looking. Uh, but like the Subaru though is, is cool. It's like, it's cute. Like what are the, like the, the brat or whatever, is that what it is? Or oh, whatever, the, the old brat. Oh yeah, yeah man. Dude, you're going, man, dig Nate. I was thinking the Baja. Well, also Baja. that one, same that, thing. Also cool very coveted, too. I like but those. not necessarily um, a win in the design department. Or, but right, like I'll what? Are, but what? Those are like that's like a cool like smaller kind of short weird truck. Like didn't like wasn't like the Ford. Yeah. Was it a Ford? Expo- wasn't there an Explorer Sport yeah, or something? The sport, that track. Had the, sport, sport track. Sport track. Sport track. Yeah. yeah. Like 
I always kind of like those shorter, like smaller bed, like non traditional Mm -hmm. type. Like I want to say, Chevy Chevy Avalanche. Yep, that's Mm -hmm. the one with the kind of with the little slanted rails and the shorter bed. Like I always kind of like those. I know Julian's like I talked to I asked Julian about him once, and he's just like, "Hey, don't buy, (laughs) don't buy stuff from that era of Chevy." Some, but um, you know, I I always kind of like those those. that one's a, that one's not quite in the same ballpark as these ones we're talking about, but but that's um, they were doing it right, you know, based on the appearance, you know, and they weren't yeah. thinking about the practical nature of what it is to be a truck and stuff because yeah. the, the the one complaint that everybody ever had about the like the Explorer Sport Track was that the bed was like basically useless, you know, and so they had yeah. this bar thing that flipped out, you know, so you could basically <laughs> use the tailgate as part of your bed because yeah. it was so tiny, but it looked good. Now imagine a sport track where they actually put like a full length bed on it. It looked gross, you know. Yeah. So yeah. it was more about it was about the, the look I and think the style as opposed to the function of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a different audience too. You yep. know, there's probably you know that's not the person who's going to go and buy, you know, um, twelve foot, yeah, pieces of lumber and load them up. That's a guy buying a TV or like a mini fridge exactly. or you know yep. he's running to IKEA. Yeah, well, and it's picking some stuff. Speaking up of and, those avalanches, you know, I I try to take the dog for a walk every you know every day. So I'll go around the neighborhood and there's there's two there's two avalanches you know that are that are like i want to see even on the same street and yeah it's like Mm -hmm. i never see him doing like you know truck truck stuff you know it's just yeah you know they're probably i think the guy was out there polishing it today or yeah well yesterday and uh yeah i mean i just always like the look of them but yeah the beds are are so short on those it's like yeah you can't do the truck stuff with those well and i could be wrong but i thought that maybe it was even the earlier years of the avalanche or whatever but like like there was something about the i, I knew doesn't the, the window roll completely down or something like that in the avalanche in the, back, and then, the rear window yeah and then i thought there was something about like the wall like the wall could be removed removed or something like that too i can't remember what? that was a long time ago i'm probably wrong on that everybody's like what are you talking about you because those i mean I, I mean i guess we're getting into a different you know it could be in a different episode, but I mean, those are basically like Silverados with, yeah, you know, janky beds on them. Yeah, I always like the Ricky Gervais line about trucks, um, <laughs> because you know he has this he has this English perspective on Americans, and he's like, um, I always see these Americans driving around in trucks with nothing in them. It's kind of like <laughs> carrying around an empty suitcase all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, why would you do that's that? The truth. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. It's like yeah. people you're all you know well, thinking like oh, I should get a truck, and I'm like, why the hell would I need to get a truck for? Yeah, yeah. I, be, I get a truck, well, and all everybody I know asks me to help them move. You know? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I just looked it up. I was right. Yeah, you can actually fold the the wall of the avalanche in, so you lift the seats. Okay. The seats actually fold forward, so like basically the butts are up in the air, and then the wall comes down. So you can actually fit. You can t- take stuff from the tailgate all the way up to the windshield. So, okay. so I wasn't wrong on that. I was like, I kind of swore there was something about that. So, but yeah, interesting. Cool. So I guess that's better than like the sport track where there's oh, like yeah, we'll there's just put a... like this little bar thing on the outside. <laughs> yeah, this video that I'm uh, that I'm 
I saw this uh, on the avalanche. The guy's like, uh, yeah, I just got back from Lowe's, and he's got lumber in the back of the avalanche. Yep. I'm like, yep. wow. Wow. That's kind of a cool feature, though. Especially if you're like a, if you're big in the littering, you know? Just like chuck it right <laughs> out. Nobody knows. There you go. It's <laughs> <laughs> littering so much easier. I love this truck. I'm buying three. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. That's funny. Well, cool. I think that'll probably wrap it up, don't you think, guys? I think so. All right. G to G. Well, everybody, thank you again for listening to another episode of Tire Kicker. We are really happy to share this time with you. Uh, go ahead and catch us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Tire Kicker Media if you'd like to catch a little bit more. And safe travels. Thanks, guys. See ya. Thank you.